Welcome to the Bliss Seekers Podcast. Our podcast is intended to inspire people to discover their true purpose and follow their bliss. We're on every major platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Please make sure you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast and please enjoy the show. It's just like psychology, social skills, and um, I think I'm just inspired by like whatever I see. I was just looking at the window um, before we even started po the podcast and just looking at how like the sun is just like about to go down and the, the you know, the outside looks yellow or orange. And right. that's that's art, you know, art could be anything. Right. And then from that's then on, it's art. just what's that? That's nature's art. Yeah. Yeah. Natural. Yeah. It's, it's art is natural. Um, and it's just like me wanting to learn more of, of the technical things like the settings and this and that different lightings Be to me it's a it's a lifetime thing it's a lifetime journey because right. there's so many things you can learn with photography um, and then for me um, you know being single it definitely helped me a lot to just focus on and nurture my passions instead of you know like paying attention to another human being i'm like here nurturing what i enjoy the most and what i really like so it, being single definitely helped me a lot and and <laughs> yeah it definitely helped me a lot to just nurture my passions Back to the podcast today we have a very very special guest she's a bay area native a photographer and she's passionate about alternative medicine fitness philanthropy plant medicine and travel and she's the former co-host of the bliss seekers please welcome back to the podcast just joe <laughs> or joe <laughs> -O. please welcome yes. back to the podcast joe aka j-h-o what's up hey how's it going hey. uh, so this is kind of interesting uh podcast for us because uh joe is uh you know coming back on because she wants to share her story of uh you know what she's what she's doing now how she's following her bliss and uh she also gonna share with us you know what she got and learned from being a co-host of the bliss seekers for about nine months um but anyways, good to see you again. I see that nice little logo behind you. Yeah, I mean, let me see. I don't want to disappear, but it says Artcation. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. It's, yeah, let's see the crown right there. And you see the camera lens right there? Yeah. So basically travel, photography, philanthropy all together. That's yeah. Awesome. So I know, I know, um, you know, Dion was on the podcast a couple, you know, podcasts ago and she talked mm. about it and I know you guys had been doing this for, or, or been planning this or have been talking about this. When did you guys actually get the idea again for Arcation? Honestly, maybe like five, six years, six years ago. Okay. Um, I was out in uh, the East Coast and I'm like, oh my gosh, we should totally do this. Go travel, take photos. And then we want to help people, this and that, figure out different ways how to contribute to the community. Um, you know, and I wasn't always a focused person. There's, I had a, <laughs> I've always had a lot of distractions and it's always been me like going through different directions of what I should be doing. Um, at the same time, I knew I wasn't ready during that time. Um, like mentally so in a way it it started it planted a seed in me throughout the years okay 
So you yeah. guys, uh, you guys, the seed was planted maybe five, six years ago. Yeah. But you get some time to grow in the soil. Yeah. And now here it is. You got the beautiful logo. Um, so when do you think is going to be the first Arcation trip? It will be in Guatemala. So it'll be either the end of August or some, sometime in September this year. Wow, that's coming up pretty Yeah. Soon. Yeah, we've been talking to, um, I got in contact with the volunteer directors of Ninos de Guatemala in Guatemala. Um, so we've just been planning some stuff. And, uh, you know, with the whole, everything that's going on, the pandemic, like, it's like, you got to just take the leap because yeah. you, you don't know what the hell's going to happen next year. So it, a lot of things that's been going on, like, you know, 2020, now it's 2021. It's just like, man, it's just time to get going. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Uh, I know, um, you know, like you said, you guys have had it for a while and, you know, now is the time uh, better than ever to just, just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and obviously, you, you know, you were a host of the Bliss Seekers. You, you started it with me. Uh, we started together, just you and I, and then there was a team and we got to about 40 episodes. Um, is being part of the Bliss Seekers, was that kind of a, a help or way to like motivate you or get you feeling like now it's time for me to do this arcation thing and do something on my own in any way? Uh, it's um, <clears throat> in a way, it's like every every person that's been a guest, everybody is just in their own path. You know, it's just like, wow, these people are helping, you know, the community, this and that. It definitely inspired me to like, huh, like really dig deep. It's like if our Let's say if I were to die next week, what would I do? What would I rather do now? I'm going to like get on the plane and go to Guatemala. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I definitely draw like I've gotten a lot of inspiration every time we sit on that table doing the podcast and, you know, uh, talking and listening from everyone's experiences. Um, it, it's very inspiring. And we don't we don't know what's going to come out of people's mouths. But like it's always that sharing of experiences and connections and and what they've been through in life and how they got there it's it always definitely it's it's a it's a motivation for me so you used all of these stories and these and the, the people's journey to kind of say hey i think it's time for me to start my own journey yeah yeah it's like it gave me that extra push like you know joe take a good look at your heart. And like, if you, like I said, if you were to die next week, I'm not saying I will, but like, what would you do right now? What would you jump onto? You yeah. know, and uh, everyone's in their own paths. And it's just in a way they, they definitely help me get to that extra step and to just doing it, taking a leap. Yeah, that's a good, um, that's a good way to, to think about it. Like, you know, it's a little crazy, but it's funny because you always ask people that question. If you had 48 hours to live yeah. first and the last thing you do. Right. So in a way you kind of asked yourself the question, but not mm -hmm. in that way. It's like, Hey, you know, if I was going to be, you know, if, if I wasn't going to be living too much longer, what would mm -hmm. I rather be doing right now with my life? And, and so it kind of inspired you to do the arcation. Yeah. Because think about it, right? Like we, we gone through 2020, like all of us together and then, okay, we're here at 2021. It's like, Things are changing for sure, but like, man, like I do ask myself, what would I, where would I go? What is the first thing I would go, and what would I do? And definitely, it just everything just aligned pretty much, you know. 
Yeah. And that's awesome. And I'm really happy for you. And obviously the whole point of bliss seekers is we want to inspire people to find their true purpose and follow their bliss. And yeah. we're not doing it, then, you know, what are we doing? Right. So it's yeah. exciting. I'm excited for you guys. I know it's going to be great. And you've already been to Guatemala, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've been there. Uh, I've been there 2019. I, I traveled by myself and basically discovered what Pretty I discovered. Great. Yeah. I had I'm so happy at a Google Translator app and yeah. I made I made sure AT&T like I, I need to do international calling or texting. You got to get that on point before you travel out of country. So um, I, I had an intention. I was like, man, I want to do some volunteer while I'm out here. I only had 10 days and this is all, all the things I want to do. And, you know, one of them is do volunteer work. So I met this American woman who actually does volunteer work for them. Um, and I met her. She gave me information. And I reached out to Ninos of Guatemala. It's basically a nonprofit um, school. And uh, so I went there. I just fell in love with, you know, I, I wish I had more time. But uh, I just knew in my heart that I was going to come back there. Yeah. And do a bunch of bigger things. Yeah. And so now it's, what, 2021. So it's two yeah. years later, right? Look at that magic. Boop. <laughs> two years later. And uh, here you are. You're going to be heading back. What month was it that you went in 2019? It was, uh, was it May, June? I think it was May, June. Because I remember I went to Guatemala, right? I went to Guatemala. And then I think I went to um, Chicago and then the Philippines. I think. I, I think it was May. Yeah, I think it was definitely May, June. Okay. Yeah. Like right before summertime. Oh, yeah, yeah. May, June. It was definitely May, June. Okay. Yeah. And now you'd be going in uh, in uh, maybe August, September. Yeah. I would have gone next, last year, but I knew it was in the right time. Obviously, pandemic and all that stuff happening. And we're meant to do the podcast. So during that time. So you guys are going to um, work with something called the Niños. Of Niños de Guatemala. Yeah, it's a nonprofit organization out there. So what does the Niños de Guatemala do? So they... It's basically a school. It's a nonprofit school. Um, they they basically, uh, you know, how this whole thing started is this man from Netherlands. Um, he went to Guatemala one time and he saw a girl with no pair of slippers. So that inspired him to go back and basically start this whole school called Dinos de Guatemala. It's a school, okay. nonprofit. Yeah. Nice. And, and what is what is Arcation going to be doing with the Ninos de Guatemala? So I, I spoke with them and uh, it, it turns out that me and Dion spoke with them and it turns out they actually need media, <laughs> which is what we do. <laughs> I do photography go, right? and the, Dion does photography as well and she does video. Yeah. Um, so they need that. And uh, my intention is to basically use my, my gifts and my talents to cause awareness all over the globe. Um, and I want to start with Guatemala and basically bring bring them exposure and let everybody know what they need help on. Um, also, we are going to be doing a Kickstarter um, once we got everything online and they're going to give us a wish list on what they need. And we'll do everything we can to um, get the, the support and help that we need so we can provide like um, proper nutrition meals or like tablets for all the kids so that they can um continue studying because right now the schools are closed the only thing that's closed is schools and movie theaters everything is open okay, okay. yeah 
Yeah. So as the kids are, kids really need education. You know, they need to be learning during this time. Yeah. Dang. So, so you guys are going to go there. You're going to support and give them the biggest thing they need, which is exposure and media. Yeah. So it also, it's funny because I remember you kept saying like, find, find a problem and then like basically find a solution. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's basically what we're doing. Like when I spoke to them, they said they're gonna, they're gonna give us a wish list of what they actually need. <laughs> wow, that's basically what we're doing. Yeah, that's awesome. That's amazing. Well, so that's gonna be the first um, 2021 trip for Arcation. Do you guys have any other uh, uh, ideas of, or or trips or countries you might want to visit in 2021 or or, um, or next? You know, Mexico for sure. Uh, I definitely want to see the, uh, yeah, I definitely want to see the Mayans, the pyramids. Yeah. I'll definitely invite you guys on that one. That's right. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, <laughs> right now, I, I just want to focus on Guatemala right now, but definitely Mexico is on the list. Um, Asian countries. And we definitely want to do something in the United States, you know, because this, this is our country and there's a lot of kids out there that needs help as well. But, uh, yeah, right now Guatemala and then Mexico probably will be the next one. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see if we get a second one in um, at the end of the year. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, I heard. Uh, I was reading something on the internet. It said that December is actually one of the best times to go to Cancun or or Mexico, even yeah. though it is the busy season. Um, it, you have it's one of the best times weather wise and all that kind of stuff. So I think the hurricane season is just ending right after that. Mm, that's perfect though, then. Yeah. Even though there hasn't been a hurricane in Cancun and like there's been two in the last 30 years, you know, so it's not mm. that big of a deal, but well, that's awesome. Um, and so Arcation is you and it's Dion, yeah. uh, Dion Renee and Dion mm. Renee is actually our graphic designer. So I'm sure she created that awesome. She did. She did. Movie, it's right? beautiful. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. dope. That's a beautiful graphic. She's a really great graphic designer. Like she does logos, amazing logos. Shout yeah. out to Dion. Yeah, that's awesome. I really like that one. And she obviously yeah. created the Bliss Seekers, you know, graphics and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Dion. Thank you, Dion, you know, for all the all the awesome and amazing work you do. And by the way, um, you know, if you guys are new to this podcast, make sure you subscribe, hit that subscribe button, you know, smash the like button. It really helps us out and tap that little not notification bell because it'll let you know when we have a new podcast. And if you're wondering why I have a Hawaii background, I didn't mention this that much in the last couple podcasts, which I should have, but I'm actually in Hawaii. So this is kind of like Bliss Seekers Hawaii, Joe's in the Bay Area. But mm -hmm. now that Joe is moving on to follow her purpose and her bliss and they're, and her and Dion are getting together to create Arcation, she has Arcation as her background. So yeah, yeah. so so anyway, so that's great. That's exciting. Um, and let's talk a little bit about, you know, the Bay Area and photography, because I know uh, people got to know you in the first episode, but that's mm -hmm. 40 episodes ago, you know what I mean? Uh, but just, I guess, talk a little bit about, you know, the Bay Area, how you grew up and and then how you got into photography and stuff like that. You know, from as far as I can remember, I started with an iPhone. It all started with an iPhone. And um, I think it's when my nephew was born back in March 24, 2010. You just have this feeling like you don't want to miss anything. You kind of get obsessed with taking photos, yeah. even if they're sleeping, they're awake, all kinds of angles. Yeah. And um, 
and also I just started noting noticing things like even like a, a shadow and light or graffiti out in the the BART station. I just started taking photos and start editing on by myself, um, posted it on my Instagram. Um, it was my old Instagram. And from then on, it just kept building and building and building to me actually getting a camera. Um, eventually, I started taking classes. And after that, I, start, I started venturing out on my own and um, basically accepting gigs, taking what, whatever kind of gigs I can get just to have that experience. You know, what I noticed about photography, it's, it's definitely is not about the, the camera that you have. And it, it social uh, social skills is very very important when it comes to like um, networking, getting the gigs that you really want, um, and just putting myself out there and having the courage to um, talk to strangers. I've gone to so many gigs where I don't know a single person, right. but you're there and you're I have the intention to you know take photos and it's a good time at the end of the day because every you know people want photos um and really just putting myself out there and following my bliss right even though like it's like me traveling by myself in a different country it's kind of scary um you know going to an event when you don't know anybody it's kind of like I I do what I do is like I look at myself in the mirror and be like take a deep breath and I'm like let's go <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. So a lot of it is just like psychology, social skills. And um, I think I'm just inspired by like whatever I see. I was just looking at the window um, before we even started po the podcast and just looking at how like the sun is just like about to go down and the, the you know, the outside looks yellow or orange. And right. that's that's art, you know, art could be anything. Right. And then from that then on, it's just. What's that? That's nature's art. Yeah, yeah, natural. Yeah. It's it's art is natural, um, and it's just like me wanting to learn more of, of the technical things, like the settings and this and that, different lightings. Be to me, it's a it's a lifetime thing. It's a lifetime journey because right. there's so many things you can learn with photography. Um, and then for me, um, you know, being single, it definitely helped me a lot to just focus on and nurture my passions instead of you know, like paying attention to another human being, I'm like here nurturing what I enjoy the most and what I really like. So it, being single definitely helped me a lot. And and <laughs> yeah, it definitely helped me a lot to just nurture my passions. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you said a couple things. So um, you started on your on your iPhone. And yeah. what I love about the iPhone is that it actually can make anybody a decent photographer because it fixes all the color settings and all that like you're, you know because when you're using a professional camera like there's mm -hmm. a lot of work that goes into that like yeah and light speed and and lenses and all that but what i love what you said is like hey i just started with the iphone but you made an important point which i have too you just started capturing moments like mm -hmm. i'll just be walking and i'll be like oh that's a good picture or oh that's a good picture so you're right like um I mean, obviously you were passionate for it and you became obsessed with it, but you also, I think, have to have kind of the artistic eye, you know what I mean? Because like I'll have some people, I won't name any names, my dad, uh, he would take a picture of me and like my head cut <laughs> off or like the background. I'm like, dad, like, why aren't you like trying to capture the background, you know, but you know, he's just a point and shoot guy and nothing wrong with that. He's, he's cool. Right. But then there's people that have the eye, you know what I mean? And they, and they mm -hmm. see it and they're trying to look magic. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, mm -hmm. They're trying to like, you know, 
just capture this moment and it just hits you somehow. Is that kind of how it is for you? Like, you'll yeah. Just, and then it just hits you and you're like, I got to take a picture of this. Is that kind of yeah. how it it yeah. does like hit me like oh like I, I get present as soon as i see something like wow look at that boom let's take a photo yeah. um and i think photography is such an important thing to have in our lives think about the history like you would have known what the hell happened back in 1900s or 1950s you know having having the image or or, or videos or whatever it makes it even more like wow this actually happened during that time and you think about the photo photojournalism like people from different countries you we don't know what's happening unless we have videos we have photos and you know the reporters so photography is an important thing to have in our lives no matter you know i don't know no matter what genre you're doing yeah that's a great point too um you're right i mean there's so many moments captured in time that mm -hmm. if it wasn't for the photographer being there and capturing that moment like that that you know that maybe like you know wars have been stopped or genocide has been stopped or or just you know capturing a picture of marilyn monroe doing a certain pose or like you're absolutely right and i think that's kind of been lost ever since the smartphones that came along because nobody like has photo albums anymore you know they just snap mm -hmm. pictures and it's in their phone and if they don't keep it on a cloud or drive somewhere it just kind of gets lost in the sauce like a meatball right yeah we're spoiled yeah. we're spoiled and how many photos we can take because we have so many unlimited unlimited spaces yeah. now i'm practicing to intentionally take a photo if i'm gonna delete it then it, it doesn't matter <laughs> like am i gonna keep it or delete it right that's yeah. what i used to have four thousand freaking photos and videos on my phone like what am i doing like yeah. why and then you got to go through them and see what you really want to keep yeah. and the whole thing about photo albums i haven't had a family photo album since i was younger since i was a kid yeah, um that's one of my projects to actually print photos of me and my family and just to have a physical copy it actually makes a difference when you're holding a piece of photography a photo in, yeah. right in your hands and put them in your wall or whatever then because we're so spoiled in condition like oh wow on the screen all the time to me it kind of loses its appeal that's how we i think for me that's why i go to art museums art galleries like i see the image or the art the artwork right in front of me it makes a big difference yeah that's another great point i never thought about that but because we have photos in excess and you can just take like you said like I don't even want to know how many photos I have on my phone. You know what I mean? But like, literally, I think I need to, uh, if I, I, if I went through my photos, I'd probably have to delete maybe 75% of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, there's a lot of doubles and there's a lot of photos I don't even use. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But we do kind of become like photo hoarders, I guess you could yeah. say. Because like, you have <laughs> yeah. so much, right? When back in the day, it was like whatever film you could do mm. or like, I remember the disposable cameras, you could only take like 25 pictures and that was it. So you kind yeah. of. You're right. You were more intentional with your photos. Yeah, very intentional. And you prepare yourself and not get trigger happy and take a lot of photos. Because that's, I mean, I'm a victim of that myself. I take so many photos. It's ridiculous. Like, wow, I delete so much. You know what I mean? And the other thing is that, like, like I said, I've taken so many photos throughout the years. Now I'm all about, like, what can I do? What can I capture and make an impact? You know, and, and we, we've talked about in the Bliss Seekers about making an impact, right? Making an impact around the world. Like, why not use my gifts and, and my talents that's, you know, still growing and evolving and, you know, um, capturing um, and helping those that 
those people with the images that I produce. Because when I went to Guatemala, even the Philippines, it was like, wow, all these kids, you know, I have images of kids just playing around, like in the rain, no slippers, um, playing, you know, don't know how to speak English whatsoever. And they're just happy doing the most simple things in life, right? So that that inspired me as well. Like, and I know poverty. Um, I did grow up a little bit in, in poverty when I was like, when I grew up in the Philippines until I was 10 years old, we didn't even have um, air conditioned uh, house or like, uh, well, when we shower, the water's always cold. Cause like, what's the point of having hot shower anyway? Like, you know what I mean? We it's use so this, this tub and this thing. Um, yeah. It's called Tabo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, it, it's a luxury having having cold water because it's hot as hell yeah. <laughs> out in the Philippines. So in a way, it's like I, I, I'm going back to my roots of, of how it was, right? <clears throat> how it was in the Philippines for me and just being able to like, wow, what can I do to uh, give back? And I, I love traveling and I had this idea of having a photo exhibition and just, you know, most of the profits or some of the profits to most is like, going back to this community and that community wherever wherever i go and take photos if that makes sense yeah. um you know once things start opening up and then photo books as well so to me it's just like make, making an impact and, and doing what i love to do yeah yeah and and you have a, a philanthropic giving heart always because every time i talk to you you're always like i want to help others and you know i mean you just said basically 10, um, a certain percentage of everything you do is going to give back to whatever you know yeah. your cause or whatever you're going to help where do you think the philanthropy um came from or started because i know and a lot of people say they want to help and they're philanthropic but you know when it comes down to it like i think it's really truly a part of you um and you're really passionate about it so where do you think that philanthropic spirit came from wow that's a good question man i think like <clears throat> You know, even growing up in the Bay, right? Like, like I, I, I was raised by a single mother, right? I, there, there are times where we look in, we look in the fridge, there's nothing to eat. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, also, there's, there's people in, in the Philippines calling us for help. So, in, in a way, we, I, I grew up in a struggle as well. Like, I'm doing way better now, but I, I know what struggle is. And we do have a lot of relatives in the Philippines, you know, my cousins, my aunts who are just living in poverty, right? Yeah. Um, I think it just comes back, come down to family, you know, family roots. And I just want to help my family. That's yeah. the first, you know, they're the first community I want to help is my family. Um, yeah, because visiting the Philippines, I see how they live, where they live and, you know, how much water, how much food and stuff like that. Um, it goes back. It definitely goes back to family. Yeah. I think that's where it came from. That's awesome. And like you said something important too, like you never forgot where you came from. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like even though you're here in the in California and the Bay Area and yeah. you've pretty much lived most of your life in the Bay Area, right? Mm -hmm. um, but uh, that's very important because they say in order for you to never lose who you are, you never, you got to never forget where you came from. And you just basically said, I remember struggle. I remember you know, growing up in the Philippines. And I remember struggling here, even in the United States, because you're, you know, your mom was a single mother. And, um, and then obviously, um, you know, you just never forgot that, right. And so yeah. no matter how good you're doing, um, obviously, we can always do better. But that's awesome that you kept that, 
that that groundness that like where you come from and and then obviously having family that's still struggling out there it kind of mm -hmm. reminds you too like i'm pretty blessed to be here in mm -hmm. the united states and following my bliss and you know you know hosting a podcast for almost a year and now doing mm -hmm. arcation but you still want to give back which is pretty amazing yeah it's like at the end of the day i i do it does fulfill me when i can help people without expect expecting anything in return um you know, I've had, I think I've had this intention since 2019 where like, I just want my art. Well, I want my art to help people, mm -hmm. you know, obviously I, I want, I, I want to be able to take care of myself at the same time to be able to give to others, you know? Yeah. And so, um, so you have artcation and, and you did your photography, but it also says, uh, you're passionate about alternative medicine fitness. Um, so let's talk about alternative medicine and plant medicine and stuff like that. I know you've been working in alternative medicine for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, where did that passion for alternative medicine come from? Well, let's put it back this way about more than seven years ago when I feel like crap, like I was in my <laughs> younger 20s. I was like, dang, what am I doing wrong? Like, I mean, I knew what I was doing wrong. You know, I would party with friends every weekend. And even though I would work out like um uh during the week partying the weekends and i got in a relationship when we just like basically not work out <laughs> not have any fitness and just gotten too comfortable to the point like man why do i feel like crap i feel like crap and i'm in my younger 20s i just didn't feel good i didn't feel good at all so we watched this uh documentary called vegucated on netflix right because yeah. my intention was i want to live a healthier lifestyle right watch vegucated and it's about um educating us of what really happens with the animals and uh, uh you know to the environment as well and to our bodies right so at that time i did uh, i was a vegetarian with my girl at that time we were vegetarians for like a week i remember looking at my face i'm like wow i'm so pale but <laughs> right and now you know what like i'm gonna do pescatarian i could do pescatarian i'm gonna do that yeah. And then uh, I just became a pescatarian for about seven years, even though during those times I would eat vegan food, vegetarian food. Right. And, um, you know, through, throughout those seven years, I wanted to know what other ways can I do to heal myself doing not, you know, doing natural medicine. Right. That's why I, when I got to natural medicine back in maybe 2013, um, I started working for uh, this company in Berkeley and basically uh, my coworkers all they're like herbalists and they know acupuncture and stuff like that. Basically a uh, healthier living, healthier lifestyle. So that's when I basically got exposed to all like the herbs and, and the supplements, homeopathic um, to doing acupuncture, um, body work, you know, different modalities when it comes to healing. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, because I do notice I am aware of people. I've seen people around me who are medication yeah. and then there's side effects. So what is the point when you're medication for long term and you have all these side effects? Right. So it's like harming you. It doesn't make sense to me. Why do that? Um, so everything starts with intention for me. Right. I was like, I want to be healthier, live a healthier lifestyle. And so I can inspire my own family and others to do the same. Everything just kept lining up, lining up, and lining up. I, I, me getting exposed to different um, natural remedies and natural healing. 
Um, and then seven years, eight years later, um, I decided to go vegan completely. And, uh, you know, it's just educating myself. And it's just like also, I believe that food is medicine if you're eating the right foods, right? So that's, yeah, like I love acupuncture. That's alternative medicine. You know, I love um, anything that's growing in earth. <laughs> growing from earth it's all natural and organic so i that's that's what i am passionate about as well yeah you know they say that there's an herb or a plant that can heal almost every ailment or maybe even every ailment in the human body not like one but there there's certain every herb has a purpose to cure something in mm. our body you know what i mean there's plants for all of that but it's funny because it's not funny. We all kind of know why farm, big pharma and all that. They, they don't want us to heal. Nobody wants you healthy, right? There's no money in that, right? Uh, but I do share the same passion for you because uh, with you uh, because, you know, my mom and I, we know this other uh, acupuncture guy. He was trained in China and France. And, you know, he healed me of some chronic back pain that I had for 15 years with herbal teas, right? Mm -hmm. Like he helped my mom from she had really bad uh, anemia problems and obviously the western medicine and kaiser was pumping her with iron pills and then the side effects would happen and she'd feel worse and then mm. he gives her these herbal teas and her iron counts jump like five like 50 times higher than they were and the doctors don't know what's going on right so i agree with you uh with that and you know i hope that there's an awakening that's starting to happen and people are just getting a little bit wiser and smarter about their health and you know, um, and about not just jump into the meds so easily, you know, it's just, yeah. you know, and I know a lot of us are trained and doctors are trained, but I, I hope one day at least the world's a little bit better as far as, you know, people understanding there is ways to help yourself and cure yourself. You don't have to, you know, get on the pills and the medications that are just going to make it worse. They're not going to heal anything. They're just going to mm. treat it and, you know, and then just going to make it worse. So, well, well that's awesome. Um, and so, you know, travel, um, talk about travel. So is it going to be all with Arcation or are you going to be doing some travel independently as well? Um, do, you, do you have any plans for that? You know, I, I do have a desire to live in Italy for like six months. <laughs> That's really cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah, because I have an aunt with her wife that lives in Rome. I was supposed to visit them and obviously a pandemic. Um, just to experience that. Um, at least six months, you know, um, and even learn some photography out there because they do have photography classes and schools and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I do want to live in Italy and for six months, one of these days. Um, I want to go to Egypt, Morocco, you know, different parts of Asia, different parts of Latin America. Um, it's like when I travel, I don't want to just travel just for fun. Like I want to do something creative. I want to do something that contributes to the community, you know, um, and just having that intention out there, you know, having that energy like, hey, something cool is going to happen. Right. And I met so many people in Guatemala that uh, I, I feel really connected to. And, I'll, you know, when I go back there, I want to go say I would say hi to them and let them know, like, hey, I'm back. You know, um, it's like. I feel like, you know, they say home is where your heart is, but my heart was <laughs> my heart is the world. Basically, I, like every place I go, like I will have a piece of my heart, you know, over there. Yeah, that's pretty powerful. You, you, you said 
they say home is where your heart is, but my heart is all over the world. What'd you say? Yeah, wow. all over the world. I want to go. That's cool. But actually, I want to talk about that. So living six months in Rome would be an amazing idea. And the reason why is like you said, you're just a two to three hour plane flight from like every other country in Europe. Mm, you know what I mean? Right. And and you don't really get to know a place until you spend like extended time there. Cause you know, mm -hmm. I've been in Hawaii now close to two months, right? So mm -hmm. like I've pretty much seen almost everything. And you know, tomorrow I'm excited we're going to the big island to see the volcanoes. And I didn't get to see Jurassic Park because the, well, the Raptor tour is what I wanted to do, but that's booked all the way till like July, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But if you stay in a place for an extended period of time, and there's this other YouTuber guy that talks about it, you really get to know the culture, you get to know the people, like you really get an experience, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you immerse yourself there, like you'll probably speak like 25% of Italian when you come back and you know, you'll have some great friends out there, you'll learn some stuff. So, and you'll also get to pop back and forth to all the other different countries in Europe if you wanted to. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. It's pretty close. Yeah. There like, you go. Yeah. Every two weeks you could jump to a different country. You could go visit, you know, Italy, uh, sorry, you can visit France, England. You can mm. even hop over to Africa, North Africa, like you wanted to. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's that's not that close. far. Um, you know, it's a couple hour plane flights. So um, if you're going to be there for six months, that would be a great idea, you know? And yeah. If, if you go to the Philippines, like we've talked about many times, you can go all through Southeast Asia and all those countries just from the Philippines. Yeah. But yeah, you're going to want to explore Philippines, though. <laughs> there's, there's like so many islands and the coconuts. Oh, man. The coconut trees are free. The coconuts are free. Thank you for tuning in. That was the end of part one. Part two comes out next Monday, 9 a.m. Please stay tuned. Make sure you like and subscribe to our channel and hit that notification bell so that YouTube will let you know when the next one comes out.